Hello, everybody. Uh, this is your host, uh, Conservative Talk with Val Hayda. Uh, this Friday, 22nd, 2021, we have a variety of topics we're going over. Uh, number one, the president's departure from the White House after a four-year successful term as president. On his way to Mar-a-Lago, his residence at the Southern White House. Uh, number two, the illegal inauguration of Joe Biden and his cohort, uh, Camilla Harris. And number three, uh, where do we go from here as Trump supporters? Is the MAGA movement over? Of course not. Uh, let's start with the president. On Wednesday at 8 a.m., he departed the White House on Marine One en route to Andrews Air Force Base, where he was greeted by his family and supporters. Uh, 21-gun salute, a ceremonial salute by the Army with uh, a cannon fire, as he requested, and they honored him with it. As they played hail to the chief as he uh, got off the Marine aircraft, uh, he proceeded to his family, said hi to them, and he went to the podium, and he spoke of his accomplishments for the last four years. He spoke about making America great again, um, bringing back jobs to the United States, having to cut down those factories that were in China, and bringing back those jobs over here, uh, stopping the Trans-Pacific Partnership that um, President Obama and Clinton wanted to implement, where they were going to transplant jobs from here to the United States with factories to China, pretty much leaving our Americans cold without work. So he was able to save our jobs and save our industry, bringing back the coal, bringing back fracking, bringing back the Keystone Pipeline um, so we could be dependent on ourselves, not the Middle East, for oil. As a matter of fact, there's more oil here in the United States than there is in the whole world combined. But yet we never tapped into those resources because we had people in the stock markets and crooked businessmen that wanted us to buy oil from those other nations. They put money in their pockets. And that's the way business is. And when President Trump took office, he stopped that cold. And so he wanted to be uh, America first. He wanted us to be self-reliant. He wanted us to use our own coal, use our own oil, use our own energy. The day of hugging trees is over. Um, he got us out of the uh, Greenpeace deal and with the Paris uh, peace accords were... And they were dependent on not having any kind of oil or coal, and they wanted to go green and use solar, but it doesn't work. And after bringing back jobs, the stock markets went up, the foreign case doubled, pensions were stable. The un even union workers had voted Democrats their entire lives. They were happy with the president. Um, and so in this, this case, it's just, just, I mean, it was a, a revitalized nation where everybody was happy. Uh, people were able to say Christmas again instead of Happy Holidays like they did during the Obama administration when he wanted nothing to do with Christ. People were happy. Pe Christians were happy. People were going to work. People were having part-time jobs now. There was industry. Uh, the only thing we did suffer from was the COVID crisis, but that was an uh, illness and disease that was created by China as payback for having to take those jobs away from them and take away their presence as a world power. As you recall, the, when Obama was president, he pretty much gave him everything, spoon and fork, and gave him our jobs, gave him our industry, our factories, our companies, and they took all that money, and they were building up their military, um, tripling the size of their military with their equipment, 
uh, building uh, J-10 uh, jet fighters, aircraft carriers, new submarines, bases into the East China Sea. And so their purpose was to invade Taiwan, intimidate and possibly invade Australia and Japan. And all this under the watchful eye of Obama. And he didn't care. And so when President Trump, he took office, he established a military presence in the East China Sea. And he stopped them cold. Either if they were going to invade Taiwan or any host nation, be it Australia, Japan, Singapore. Um, we built an alliance there. You, you, you mess with one of those guys, you're going to mess with us all. And an alliance like NATO, but and the in the West Pacific region, and so China, they're pissed, and so they retaliated by having to create the Wuhan China, China virus, literally by taking this virus and infecting people and putting them on aircraft and sending them all across the world to cough on people and create this epidemic, and now we have over four hundred thousand dead in the course of one year uh, because of the evil Chinese that the uh, Obamas and the, and the Bidens courted to. And by the way, it's only going to get worse than Biden having to give away this country. And uh, they already bought him cold with his son, or, with his son Hunter. Um, they gave him jobs. They gave him money. Uh, he's sitting on different boards with China and Ukraine. And he's a sellout to this country. His father's a sellout. And he's making money off of this. Obama's making money off of this. But that's the corruption. That's the level of corruption these people are. And that's what the president had to fight against. Um, another thing he was he did as president was he was able to um, restabilize the VA. When President uh, George W. Bush and uh, Dick Cheney were president, he was the vice president, they brought us in two legal wars after 9-11. It was uh, the Iraq War, Operation Iraqi Freedom, and Operation Enduring Freedom in Afghanistan, where Halliburton, that... Dick Cheney was the president and CEO of, was able to get contracts and make a trillion dollars off those awards. We had thousands dead. We had thousands of people with disabilities and post-traumatic stress. 22 uh, veterans a day were killing themselves because of the stress of the wars and the nightmares of the PTSD. And a lot of times they were receiving care for injuries they had in war and when they were denied any kind of benefits or surgeries, they actually would go to the parking lot of that VA and shoot themselves. And they would kill themselves because their nation failed them. And by the time President Trump left office, he swept that VA and he fired 75% of the senior staff and replaced them with patriots. And by the time he left, he had a 91% approval rating with veterans because of the administration having to help them with treatments, with PTSD, surgeries, and all their needs. And that's the kind of president he was, a caring and loving president for our veterans. Um, as you know, Dick Cheney's daughter, Liz Cheney from Wyoming, um, she was able to lead the charge for impeachment with Adam Kinzinger from Illinois, the representative. And that's how deep the state goes that seeing that her father ex-Vice President Cheney was a rhino Bush Republican that she led the charge to go ahead and have him impeached as a Republican because that's how much she hates the man. But you know what? He never faltered. Uh, he's still there. He was on that podium 
continuing talking about what he was, uh, what his plan was for America. People were working, people are eating. Uh, there was reduced uh, people um, on welfare. Homelessness was dropped in half. The city was recovering. Bridges were being built. Uh, buildings were being built. The cities were being uh, uh, kingdoms again, and it was all because of him and his supporters. Don't forget, it was never, uh, never just him, but the people that uh, actually supported Mike, all of us, and of course, the people that worked with him and senior staff and appointed positions. But as he was going off talking about his uh, accomplishments, one thing he reassured us is, is that he was going to come back. And what did he mean by that? Well, just uh, night before, he had a meeting with senior staff and he was discussing the possibility of starting a third party. And what is this third party? Well, he wants to call it the Patriot Party, a Trump party. The days of being Republicans was over. When he ran for president in 2015, he felt with the bottom of his heart that he was going to reestablish the Republican Party. Um, They were already destroyed in 2009 and 2012 with McCain and Romney running for president against Obama and both times losing. The Tea Party movement's over. Um, Now it's just a bunch of old ladies drinking coffee once a month talking about the days of Reagan. And there's inaction. No one's knocking on doors. No one's uh, phone banking. No one's canvassing neighborhoods. It's just those days are over. And what he wants to do is revitalize that. What the 75 million Trump supporters that he has for next election, 2024, when he does come back, and he will, he wants to do it under a Patriot Party, and he wants to have accountability. It's in the courts right now that with the election fraud, that uh, he wants to uh, have them be more responsible, having to go back to the uh, return of paper ballots, uh, investigate uh, voter regist- uh, faulty and illegal voter registrations. Just in Georgia alone, they discovered more than 2 million faulty and illegal voter registrations. These voter registrations are going to like PO, PO boxes, uh, UPS boxes, FedEx boxes, when they should have went to abodes, like houses, but home addresses, but they didn't. And so 2 million people voted down there illegally. And the margin of error is only 12,500 votes that Biden actually won by with the illegal ballot uh, dumping that happened. And so... That just goes to show you the extent of the election fraud. The reason that we lost 50 court cases is not because we didn't have a case. It's because the judges, they couldn't take a, a case of this size. It was grand. Uh, and here, in less than a couple of weeks, some divorce cases last up to two years. And we're talking about a, an election fraud of this magnitude. And these judges weren't able to take the cases. So they would drop it. And it would be kicked to the state Supreme Courts. It was the same deal there. The case is too complicated, so they would drop it. And it eventually landed in the states of uh, the U.S. Supreme Court, where Texas failed to have the jurisdiction for it. And so, where do we go from now? Well, the Trump team with Rudy Giuliani, the, uh, Trump's lawyer, he's going to fight this election fraud, and they're going to address those issues, and we're going to have an honest election in 2024. I kid you not. Right now, everybody's saying, well, the Democratic facts is in, that they're going to own the elections. That's not true. We're going to fight. We're going to fight. We're going to fight. We're going to return the ballots. We're going to have vote, uh, paper ballots. We're going to have voter ID. 
And these are the things that we're going to need to control. Had to put people in office with the Secretary of State's and the County Clerk's office. That way we can have administrative uh, um, policies. But make no mistake, we will take back the House. We will take back the Senate. And we will take back the presidency in 2024. It's, it's enormous. And I really believe that with all of us pulling together and having a knock on doors and having a donate canvas that we could do this together and make America great again. Uh, Wednesday, uh, Joe Biden, he uh, was on the Capitol steps and he put his hand down and he said he swore to protect and defend the Constitution of the United States against any enemies foreign and domestic. This guy is the enemy of the state. Him and his cohort, Camilla Harris. The reason that the president chose not to be at the inauguration and, and have a traditional coffee with the incoming president of the White House it's because he knew Joe Biden was a hypocrite. He knew that he accepted this illegal uh, election to be president, and he couldn't sit there idly by and watch him being sworn in as president. Just to have Obama and Bush and Carter stand there and laugh at him and smile and smirk at him with the rest of the staff, no, he's not going to do that. Instead, he chose to leave as a president. So he left prior to Joe Biden and be uh in his inauguration and having to be sworn in so he could get on Air Force One and leave to Mar-a-Lago as a president, not a former president. Usually the uh, special designations for ex-presidents is a special mission unit on Air Force One. So instead of being called Air Force One, it would would have been Special uh, Air Mission 45. But that never happened. He left on Air Force One as a president with honor. And he left with a 21-gun salute and full military ceremonies. And so when he said he's going to be back, he met it. And so he's going to start his own social media platform. He's going to start his radio platform. He's going to start a news agency that's going to rival Fox News. And he's going to do that to make this country great again. And getting his message out and talking to his supporters and keeping them informed and keeping them pumped up, and he's going to let them know that he's going to come back with grander. Instead of 75 million votes this time, he's going to have 100 million votes. So with your help, we can do this. Just keep informed, and we're going to let you know what's going on daily. Thank you for listening. This is Val Ojeda with Trump Conservative Talk, and we'll see you soon.